Hello, everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Last week you heard from one of the world's leading biblical counselors and syndicated radio hosts of the immensely popular Hope for the Heart and Hope in the Night radio broadcasts, a live call-in program that allows the guest a safe place to unload their heart, their cares, their fears, and their hopes. Heard on over a thousand radio stations in over 60 countries and on six continents, my next guest has been helping millions for the last 30 years to truly overcome and become all that God intended. With the following resources to guide and teach, 100 Topical Biblical Counseling Keys, a Biblical Counseling Institute, and over 40 books on hope alone, my next guest has every reason to celebrate this milestone achievement of 30 years in ministry, an achievement for which she gives God the glory, with a title she espouses as Chief Servant Officer. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony, a wonderful honor indeed, author, speaker, singer, and founder of HopeForTheHeart.org, Miss June Hunt. June, welcome back to Testimony. I love being back with you. Thank you. Well, I love having you. And June, right now for this segment, I want to get right into your latest great read, Trials, God's Refining Fire. First question, with so many people in our nation today weighted down with the enormity of life, its disappointments, difficulties, depressions, and a life ending too soon because of suicide or tragedy, what one piece of primary advice would you offer above all others? Mm. Well, I think when you mention those painful times, it is not unusual for people to ask the question, you know, God, why would you permit this? And I don't think there's anything wrong with asking the question at all, because we are given minds to use. We have brains, and it's logical to say why. But there's something wrong with demanding the answer at that moment in time, because we can't see what God can be orchestrating for later. In other words, at times there can be purpose through the trial, through the pain. There's purpose uh, of us going through perplexing times. And, um, for example, we've got a hundred topics in our ministry, all kinds of challenges, you know, all the way from emotions like fear, anger, depression, multiple types of abuse, uh, addictions, you know, that, that would add up to a hundred topics, as well as purpose in life and decision-making. But, but I personally believe, had I not gone through a bizarre upbringing of a totally dysfunctional family and not knowing how to deal with so many things, uh, a father who was double my mom's age, who was dictatorial and 
you know, and, and my own anger toward him and unforgiveness, things of that nature, and, um, you know, keeping things a secret, uh, not sharing, not being vulnerable, all those things. Well, then now, today, when I have someone who calls me on our talk program, I'm talking about uh, Hope in the Night, which is a two-hour nighttime call-in counseling program, it's not like I just think, oh, what's the matter with you? Uh, No, I grew up in a home where there was all kinds of adultery. I can have not just sympathy, but I have empathy. I can have compassion and know that I'm one who needed to change in a number of areas. And I couldn't see how God would allow the pain, but this is what I've learned. What is the purpose of trials in our lives, and what are the six stages of refinement you feel God uses to build our character? Well, the purpose, the bottom line, is to refine our character. Um, We we could say it's like to prove our faith, refine our character, and test our commitment. But we have to put it in the context of even God's explanation. And what I'm talking about is the Bible is filled with word pictures explaining how God operates as a heavenly refiner in our lives. And it mirrors the process of earthly refiners when they were refining to purify ore. And I'm talking about, uh, like, for example, in the Bible, Isaiah 48.10 says, I refined you. Though not as silver, I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. And you see all these uh, references in the Bible about refining. Uh, God, being the refiner, Malachi 3.3 says, He will sit as a refiner, as a purifier of silver. He will purify and refine them like gold and silver. So He is allowing trials to enter our lives to do something. The whole key is, though, we've got to be willing to submit to the process. So you've asked about the process. First, there is uh, brokenness. Now, uh, truthfully, I don't sign up to be broken. I don't think anybody does. But if we look at the parallel in the Bible, what we see is an earthly refiner has to break up hardened ore, meaning rock, so that if there are strands of gold and silver, they need to be able to be exposed to heat. Jeremiah twenty three twenty nine says, Is not my word like fire, like a hammer that breaks a rock into pieces? Okay, that's just one part. Number two, there's a crucible. I remember hearing about a crucible a number of years ago. A crucible is a fireproof melting pot. It's able to withstand extreme heat. And the concept here is that crucible is going to be put into the furnace, but it's taking that ore, and we are called the ore that is put into the crucible, and then the refiner is going to put the crucible into the heated furnace. Why? To purify our hearts. Proverbs 17.3 says, The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, 
but the Lord tests the hearts. Now, number three, this is interesting. There's something called dross. A lot of people don't know what dross is. And this is when the refiner is watching as that ore melts in the crucible in the furnace. And he sees a layer of impurities coming up to the top, to the surface. That's called dross. And that dross forms on the surface. Well, the intent here is for the refiner to literally remove the dross because it's impure. So dross represents anything that keeps us from being all that God wants us to be. Um, Proverbs 25, 4 says, remove the dross from the silver. Then a silversmith can produce a vessel. So now here's this process of refining. Step four, the purifying part, the purification. This is where the refiner, he doesn't just see the dross on the top. He skims off the surface of the dross. He, He takes that dross and and fluffs off the dross and he looks into the crucible and he sees a dim image of himself. Now, I'm I'm going to emphasize this. I had heard about this process years ago and I'd even shared it. I'd heard that that, uh, in the refining process that it actually takes seven times. You know, why am I in this mess again? Why am I in this pain again? I don't understand why I'm back here again. Well, what I had learned a long time ago is it was seven times that a refiner would put the crucible back into the furnace. Mm. I had no idea, though, until I was really writing this little book, that that's actually in Scripture. I didn't know it was in the Bible. And, And the point here is we say, why, though, am I back in this situation and it just seems everything's hotter? Well, the furnace is increased. The, the, the refiner intentionally increases the heat in the furnace. Why? Because he knows only certain impurities are released at certain temperatures. Psalm 12, verse 6 says, The words of the Lord are flawless, like silver purified in a crucible, like gold refined seven times. And I remember thinking, I had no idea that was biblical. Well, then it's the next step. This is the reflection. You see, the refiner, to gauge the, the progress of the refining, he looks over into this crucible. He looks for his own reflection on the surface of the melted silver, like a mirror that would have silver. Well, the more the dross is removed, the less distorted his image and only when the refiner sees a clear reflection of himself in the crucible is the process complete and it's fascinating because we are told what our highest purpose is we could say what god's highest highest purpose is for us and that is that we are to literally be transformed so that we reflect the image of Christ. That's what Romans 8:29 says that we are predestined to be conformed to the image of Christ. So, 
this is the bottom line for us going through trials where he allows it is that our pain would purify our hearts and our character would come forth as gold job 23:10 says it best he knows the way that i take when he has tested me i will come forth as gold Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to author, speaker, singer, and nationally recognized biblical counselor and syndicated radio host of her live call-in programs, Hope in the Night and Hope for the Heart, June Hunt. You can learn more about June's work, mission, and ministry and get her latest must-read, Trials, God's Refining Fire, by going to hopefortheheart.org and tune in with June. For hope, your heart, and your life. June, it has truly been an honor having you share your heart, your life, and your relationship with your Lord, Jesus Christ. Your books, teachings, radio broadcasts, music, and so much more are proof that God is in the business of transforming lives and then using that life to help transform others as he has so beautifully done in your own life these past 30 years congratulations thank you and god richly bless you thank you so very much i'm just a learner watching how god does his purifying work testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at jensen bard ministries and you our listening audience Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening. And please join us again for Testimony.